Kai, hold that pierogi and that polka. You don't have to speak Ukrainian or be Ukrainian to get in touch with your Ukrainian-Canadian roots. Just tune in to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio and join me, Pavlina, for the latest news from Ukraine, great contemporary and traditional Ukrainian music, folklore and factoids for the culturally curious. Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. till 1 p.m. here on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. From the Big Apple, New York, that was Kvitka Sisik, the late Kvitka Sisik, from her first album. That is from a vinyl recording, and that was Ivanku Ivanku, O Johnny. Vitaju vas vsih šanovni radio sukeči na radio programu Naš holos radio krijinskoho korinja. Kotra podesi vam sjohodni na CHLY, Odean 0, Odean 7, FM, umisči, nanajmo. 
При микрофоні Павліна. Дякую, що рішили перебути зі мною наступну годину. Hello there and welcome to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo. I'm your host, Pavlina. Thank you for joining me. We've got a great program lined up for you. We've got a recipe coming up and this will be dealing with that uh, quintessential Ukrainian quintessential Ukrainian berry, cranberries. As well, we've got news from Ukraine, courtesy Ukraine Today News Service, and uh, Victor's vignette story about um, growing up in the former Soviet Union and uh, learning how to speak English, one of his favorite things to do. So stay tuned for all of that as well. We'll have uh, an address by Gary Kasparov, and uh, he'll be talking about the political situation um the triangle with uh, Ukraine, Russia, and the West. And we've also, we'll be digging into the archives and uh, we'll be rebroadcasting a delightful Rushnichok story, the first in their series of 40. So all of that coming up as well, our proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And up next is a group called the Lemko Bluegrass Band. They are from Lviv. And here they are with Bukovina. Ти зелена ляна, луковино, ти зелена, причасти розділена ляна, луковино, ти зелена, причасти розділена ляна, ойзірву я три листочки ляна. Ой, зірву, та й заграю, Ляна. 
And now, Ukrainian food flair with Sylvia Molnar. Tips for Ukrainian cooking. Hello, I've had the glorious opportunity to stand under a kalena or high bush cranberry tree. In 2003, when I was visiting western Ukraine, I found my grandmother's property in beautiful Chernatsi. It was quite an emotional experience for me, and I'll have the wonderful memory for the rest of my life. It's well known that cranberries have health benefits. Cranberries have tannins or compounds that keep bacteria from binding to cells, thus preventing them from multiplying and causing infections. Tannins are also antioxidants that bond with free radicals, compounds that damage the body and reduce their energy level so that they're less harmful. Studies indicate that on a per-serving basis, cranberry juice, sweetened dried cranberries, cranberry sauce, and cooked cranberries have comparable amounts of tannins. So eat and cook with cranberries whenever you can. Here's a great recipe for cranberry pastries you'll love. You'll need the following ingredients. Three cups flour, one cup sugar, one teaspoon salt, one and a half teaspoons baking powder, one cup butter, two eggs, one cup half and half, two tablespoons flour and one cup of sugar that will be mixed together, three cups of cranberry. Place the dry ingredients in a large bowl and rub in cold cubed butter as for pies. Beat the eggs and the half and half, cream together and add to the flour mixture. Knead lightly and chill for two hours. Mix the two tablespoons flour with one cup of sugar and set aside. Break off small amounts of dough and roll out on a lightly floured work surface to about five inch rounds. Place two tablespoons of cranberries in the center and sprinkle with one tablespoon of the sugar flour mixture. Place dough around the filling to form an open form tart with an open center. Place tarts on a cookie sheet. Bake at 350 degrees until golden, about 20 to 25 minutes. These pastries can also be made with puff pastry or raised yeast dough and filled with any desired savory fillings. Whatever the filling, these pastries that we Ukrainians call perishke are just delicious. So try it. It's Ukrainian. Until next time, happy cooking! This has been Ukrainian Food Flare from the Nasholos Audio Archives. Слухайте радіопрограму «Наш голос» радіо українського коріння, котра подається вам на хвилі CHLY 1017 FM у місті Нанаймо. Говорить Павліна. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio, broadcasting live at CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo. I'm your host, Павліна. 
Coming up next, a group from Calgary, a young polka band called Jeto, which means life. And here they are with a song that you'll not see often in Ukrainian dance groups. It is called Five Girls.
from Calgary, Alberta, a group called Jeto, and that song was entitled Bida, which translates into misery. Up next is Ukrainian sensation Jamala, and Jamala is a Crimean Tatar singer who recently won the 2016 Eurovision contest with her song about the deportation of Crimean Tatars by the Stalinist Russian regime in 1944. And here is that winning entry now. Strangers are coming They come to your house They kill you all And say we're not guilty Not guilty Where is your mind? Humanity cries You think you are God But everyone dies Don't swallow my soul Our souls The latest news stories from Ukraine, courtesy Ukraine's first international English news channel, Ukraine Today. 
One soldier is dead. Three others are in critical condition after stepping on a landmine in eastern Ukraine. Ukraine's military spokesperson also says there were about a dozen shellings overnight. Russian-backed separatist forces continue to use heavy artillery weapons banned under the Minsk deal. Several Ukrainian positions were also hit by enemy fire in the Donetsk region. According to the Ukrainian army, militant snipers were also working in areas near Taramchuk village in the Luhansk region. Another night of shelling in eastern Ukraine. According to Ukrainian military press office, the hottest zone remains a small city of Avdiivka in Donetsk region. Aside from small arms, Russian-backed separatist forces continue to use large-caliber weapons and grenade launchers that are banned under Minsk agreements. The direction of the port city of Mariupol also sustained fire from the Russian-backed militants. The Ukrainian army positions were attacked at least 10 times overnight. Russian tanks continue to arrive in eastern Ukraine. Moscow advances dozens of combat vehicles, red missile systems and mortars to the Russian-backed separatists in the occupied territories of Donetsk and Luhansk regions. Kyiv says the arms are transported by trains every day. The militants use them to shell the positions of the Ukrainian soldiers along the whole contact line. Over half a million children in Ukraine's war-torn Donbass region need immediate help. This is according to UNICEF. The aid organization says at least one in five schools have been destroyed. Same goes for kindergartens. UNICEF staff claim more than 300,000 kids are unable to continue their education. Nearly the same amount of children cannot go back home because the buildings were damaged in the war. The website at the center of an international scandal will cease its existence. Ukraine-based Marotvorets aimed to disclose members of terrorist organizations of the self-proclaimed Donetsk and Luhansk People's Republics. However, recently the site published a list of journalists accredited to work in the occupied territories of Donetsk and Luhansk regions, alleging they cooperated with the Russian-backed separatist forces. The people on the list included prominent foreign and Ukrainian print and television reporters. The disclosure of private information was swiftly criticized by not only the media, but also international politicians. Nadia Savchenko, Ukrainian pilot, imprisoned and convicted in Russia, is turning 35 today. This is her second birthday while in Russian custody. Savchenko's mother, Maria, is already in Russia, hoping to get a chance to visit her daughter. According to lawyers, Nadia Savchenko already signed all the legal documents required for extradition to Ukraine. It is his first day on the job, and Ukraine's new prosecutor general now has to pick his team. According to several media reports, Yuri Lutsenko has already chosen two deputy prosecutors. Both of Lutsenko's choices have previously worked at the office of Ukraine's prosecutor general. However, Oleksiy Bahanets and Ihor Sherbina were let go by Lutsenko's controversial predecessor, Viktor Shokin. Triumphant return for Eurovision 2016 winner Jamala. The Ukrainian singer received a warm welcome at Kiev's Puraspol International Airport. Jamala said her fans and family's support were extremely helpful. I had my parents call me from Crimea. They said there are fireworks there and everyone was so happy to see me win. The Ukrainian singer of Crimean Tatar origin added that the story of her family of Crimean Tatars was finally heard. Europe paid attention because the story came from her heart. Eurovision 2016 winner Jamala now has the title of the People's Artist of Ukraine. The title is the highest official honor an entertainer can receive from the Ukrainian government. 
Ukraine's president granted Jamala the honor after her victory in Stockholm. Petro Poroshenko thanked the Ukrainian singer for bringing the story of the Crimean Tatar deportation to the world. The Ukrainian president also added that his family was glued to their television screens during the Eurovision Grand Final. Jamala publicly expressed her thanks in a Facebook post, saying although receiving the title is a great honor, her goal was to sing for Ukraine. Mass detentions and searches of Crimean Tatars continue on the Russian-occupied peninsula. The vice chairman of the Crimean Tatar Majlis was detained on Thursday by Russia's FSB agents. Elmi Umerov was taken from his home in Bakhchisarai. He was transported to Simferopol, questioned and later released on conditions of not being able to leave Crimea. This is not the only case of detention following raid on Crimean Tatar homes. Earlier, the so-called Russian prosecutor Natalia Poklonska claimed to have detained several members of organizations recognized in Russia as extremists. Hundreds of musicians have taken to the streets of Buchach, a town in western Ukraine. That's where the parade of brass orchestras took place over the weekend. The outdoor concert gathered quite a few spectators. Another captivating performance was in the city of Kharkiv in northeastern Ukraine. French ambassador to Ukraine, Isabel Dumont, played cello with the symphony orchestra of the Kharkiv Regional Philharmonia. This is such a pleasure for me, the first concert in Ukraine and the first time I am performing with a professional orchestra. Because I don't consider myself a professional cellist, first and foremost, I am a diplomat. The French ambassador is known for her musical talents. She began her education at just seven years old. Isabel Dumont says she brings her cello to wherever her diplomatic mission takes her. She's already performed with an amateur orchestra in Turkey and the United States. An underground concert. Soldiers from Ternopil decided to break a record on their downtime. The orchestra of the 44th Artillery Brigade performed Ukraine's national anthem nearly 300 meters underground. The salt mine near a town of Solidar in Donetsk region played host to the artsy military men. Twenty members of the Military Brass Orchestra, as well as their conductor, are now in Ukraine's National Book of Records. What would you do if you found a message in a bottle? Well, residents of a Ukrainian city of Mykolaiv can share a few tips about retrieving a letter dating back more than 30 years. The old champagne bottle was found by a janitor in one of the train compartments at a museum-style playground. I started to sweep, then saw a wire. For some reason, it piqued my curiosity, so I decided to pull it. And there it was a bottle with a message inside of it. Ms. Yakimenko handed the bottle over to the locomotive workers currently repairing the playground. At first, they say no one wanted to touch it for the fear of damaging the letter. In order to get the message out, Eduard Kolesnikov, who is a welder by trade, decided to make a special hook. 
He dragged the note out and right away figured out that it was written by someone in the locomotive depot. The train was painted, wrapped for parking at a playground. We are sending best wishes to the next generations. September 1st, 1983. A letter from the past. It's rare for someone to see a note like that during their lifetime. Volodymyr Popov, who wasn't the author of the message, but took part in the process, says it was quite popular to leave a note for generations to come. Popov, a former locomotive crew commander, says the letter was actually written by two people, dictated by the director of the plant and handwritten by the painter. Both have died a while back. The letter is now in the hands of a local museum, but locomotive plant workers say they will have their own version soon. They promise to inscribe a message inside one of the train compartments once their repairs have been complete. A road trip to Transcarpathia, one of the most unique regions of Ukraine, Zakarpatia. This is where you'll find a mix of cultures, cuisines, and nature untouched. This is also where the only buffalo farm in Ukraine is located. The farm is home to about 40 buffaloes. More than a decade ago, they could have gone extinct in this country. But luckily, this herd was saved. There is a Carpathian breed and a Bulgarian breed here. The buffaloes that have horns turned backward are the Carpathian kind. The Bulgarian ones have curly horns, kind of like a lamb. Buffaloes are hot-tempered animals. They don't like too much attention and rarely let anyone get close to them. Mr. Mikola has been working here for about seven years. He says the buffaloes have accepted him as one of his own. The farmer claims the animals are extremely bright and can feel much more than humans think. The farm produces buffalo milk and cheese, which are gaining popularity with Ukrainians due to their high nutritional value. And another interesting fact about this farm in Zakarpatia, buffaloes aren't the only ones residing here. They share their accommodations with few pigs, goats and lambs. A church under a Lenin monument. Archaeologists found ruins of an old chapel buried under a square in the Ukrainian city of Krivirikh. The building was destroyed by the Soviet authorities. They put a statue of Lenin on top of the debris. After the Maidan revolution, the monument was toppled, and during the square reconstruction in 2016, the truth was unearthed. Historians say the ruins date back to the 18th century. At first, the building was made out of wood. It was destroyed several times. In 1862, the local authorities built a new cathedral, this time with stone. The place was popular among the parishioners. Around 7,000 people used to visit the church. But when the Soviets came to power, they closed it down. They said the bells didn't let the people sleep. It was their formal reason to close it. They took down the bells. The Soviets turned the church into a storehouse. Later, they decided to destroy the building. So in 1932, they blew it up and sentenced the priest to prison in Siberia. Later, they installed the statue of Vladimir Lenin. The communists did their best to hush the memories of the chapel. Even the photos were wiped out, all except this one. It was sad, but what could we do? Only hope and pray. The Soviet dictator stood in the city center for almost 60 years, until activists took down all his statues in Krivirikh in 2014. So far, the museum workers have dug out around a half of the foundation. They have also found various artifacts, old coins, sconces and spoons. These showpieces will be displayed at the city museum. We have discovered the floor of the very first church, the one made of stone. It's around 200 years old. The local activists help uncover the building. They want the city mayor to turn it into an exhibition. According to the reconstruction plan, the square will be paved with tiles. The locals ask the authorities to keep the ruins under glass. Submarines, tankers, even aircraft carriers 
all right next to a fountain in front of the city hall in Dnipropetrovsk in eastern Ukraine. This is where young inventors are competing in model building contests. The scale build models have to resemble their real counterparts in all of the details, including design specifications. Although the competitors range in age from 6 to about 16 years old, the judges aren't that easy on them. The contestants say competitions like this are just as fun as computer games. The Victors, a social multimedia project, is now on display in the western Ukrainian city of Ivano-Frankivsk. The exhibit features stunning images of soldiers and volunteers who lost limbs during the war but persevered despite all odds. Nazar Barelko is one of the victors. The 28-year-old soldier was severely wounded in eastern Ukraine, near the town of Shastya. Barelko's leg had to be amputated in order to save his life. But the young man says he is grateful to be alive. We also lose something in order to gain something in return. Even though I lost something physically, a part of my body, I gained a lot mentally and spiritually. A lot has changed since. I've met new friends, my wife. Actually, we met while I was in the hospital. In every negative situation, you have to find something positive. 18 individual stories of courage, stories of war and love, and of course, the incredible power of the human spirit. One of Ukraine's most popular magazines, Viva, published a special edition featuring these photos by famous photographer Alexander Mordorer and first-hand accounts from the heroes themselves. Solomia Vititska, news presenter at Ukraine's OnePlus One channel, was instrumental in bringing the project to life. Aside from opening the victors in Ivano-Frankivsk and other cities across Ukraine, Vititska also took the exhibit to Toronto, Canada in March of this year. The project's main goal is to gather funds for the advancement of prosthetic development in Ukraine. Solomia Vititska says it is crucial for Ukrainian specialists to get the right training. After the second round of a joint mission to support prosthetic development here in Ukraine, Canadian and American specialists were able to teach the tricks of the trade to our very own prosthetists. We ended up granting five certificates to Ukrainian specialists for free training in Canada, after which they will be able to return to Ukraine with new skills and abilities to provide the best prosthetic care possible in the country. Viva magazine's special edition titled The Victors or Help the Hero will be published in English in the coming weeks. All of the proceeds from the sale of the charity issue will go towards improving prosthetic care in Ukraine. And with that, we've come to the end of this week's Ukraine News Roundup for this edition of Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. To hear more news from Ukraine today, check all of this week's editions of Nasholos at www.nasholos.com. And for their full roster of breaking stories, as well as interviews, press reviews, and in-depth analysis on Ukraine, follow Ukraine Today on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and their live blog, uatoday.tv. Vyslúchejte rádio peredáču náš holos rádio ukrajinského korínia na chvíli CHLY o den zero o den sím FM umístí nenajmo. Pre mikrofoní Pavlína. This is Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio coming to you live on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. I'm your host, Pavlina. Yeah, 
то були чарівні часи І якби тобі не спитав, я відповів, навірно Що щастя більшого в житті у Бога не просив Ти моє кохання, я твоя любов Ти мені давала was the wild and crazy Brateja Dukene, which translates into English as Viper Brothers. Yes, as in Snake. And uh, that is uh, a Ukrainian punk group from the Soviet era that was recorded, I think, back in the 1980s. And it got an awful lot of airplay on the first incarnation of Nash Holosa back in the early 1990s in Vancouver. And that song was Arriva Derci Roma. Coming up next, another tune that harkens back to that era of the 1990s. Actually, this was uh, recorded in 1982. Uh, is on a vinyl recording, of course. That's all they had back in the 80s. And uh, this is a group from Edmonton called Dumka, which also had many incarnations over the years. And this is from the city called Soundscape. And Oi Upoli Ruta Ruta, in the field there is a red rue.
Slušajte ukrajinsku radio programu na Šolos Radio Ukrajinskog Korinja na radio stanciji CHLY od 1017 FM u Misci Nanaimo. You're listening to Naš Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. Hi, this is Stefan Andrusiak from Rusnechok and you're listening to Naš Holos with host Paulette McQuarrie. You know, there's a story behind every one of the 63 Rusnechok songs we recorded on our five albums. Zrozumit ne moru dosi is no different. It means I just can't understand. And it's about a student in pre-World War Lviv where the song's co-author Bohdan Vasolovsky lived at the time. He says, I just can't understand why I feel this way about this girl who's at my school. Is it because we both have inquiring minds or because we attend the same faculty? Or is it that we sang this lovely duet at a recent concert and everybody applauded? With the last of my spare change, I think I'll invite her to the cinema. The song speaks of innocence and new uncertain love and about the love of being a student. Back in the day, they would call students not quite ready to go out into the working world, Vovichni studente. Oh, you're an eternal student, they would joke. Well, today being a lifelong learner is a compliment. Andri takes the lead on this song, and when he, Johan, Yurko, and I were practicing in the studio, 
Recording engineer John Curl suggested we bring a big sound to this waltz, the kind that takes you and your partner around the dance floor in sweeping arcs. This May, the Ukrainian Students' Union, SUSK for short, will hold its 55th Congress. The one I attended in Vancouver at UBC was probably the 10th, it was so long ago. But it and my trip across Canada by train to be there were coming-of-age experiences for me. So I salute you students, to all undergrads, graduates, and lifelong learners. Here we are with Rushnichok, Volume 5, Zrozumit ne možu dosi. It's a big waltz, so follow your big dreams. Zrozumit ne možu dosi. Чому справа, в чому суть? Що студентку русокосу Всі чомусь моєю збудь? Чи тому, що дні навчання Подружили нас давно? Що на гроші на останні Запрошу її в кіно? Чи тому, що не відтверті Один нас факультет, що на свято у концерті проспіває модуер. Так і досі ще не можу зрозуміти от тих розмов. Мабуть, справді дуже схожа наша дружба на любов. Чи тому, що не відтверті Один в нас факультет, що на свято у концерті проспіває моду. Так і досі ще не можу зрозуміти от тих розмов. Мабуть, справді дуже схожа наша дружба на любов. Слухайте радіопередачу «Наш голос» радіо українського коріння на радіостанції CHLY 1017 FM у місті Ненаймо. З вами Павліна.
You're listening to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. I'm your host, Paulina. Winnipeg, Manitoba, that was the Canadian Rhythm Masters and the Liberty Two-Step. Up next, a bit of a blast from the past, Tommy Buick and the Mazurka Waltz.
You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM. We'll be back with Hour 2 after these messages. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. 